Man, it is the final day of July. It's hot, and the pads are not popping yet, but there's helmets, there's very short shorts, football field. I couldn't think of anyone better than the king of Austin, Texas, high school football, high school sports video content. His platforms are outstanding. Uh, Snoop Daniel. You've been around the game of Austin, Texas, high school sports. I mean, you have built quite a brand. I love talking about it with you. And just tell me a little bit about right now, what the feeling you have on the first day of practice in, for Texas high yeah. school football. Well, you know what, Sean? Thank you for having me on the show as always. Absolutely. Uh, Stories Inside the Main Cave podcast. I have – been very busy this morning i started at Bowie high school coach jeff abel's entering year legend um, let me get it wrong what legend well it's like 19 well yeah well i think he's one year short of cheshire which we should oh. make it 19 because uh because coach uh, anthony wood is the longest tenured round rock isd coach right with 21 years in 02 and then cheshire came from north from north shore in 03 so he's at 20 this year i think abel's is a year behind him so Needless to say, he's back out there. Uh, he was not able to be at camp last year due to personal issues. So it's, it's a big uh, a win for him. And, uh, of course, uh, it's some new dogs out there. But uh, Bowie, I want to call them Cedar Ridge South because I don't know of a team from the Austin area not named Lake Traverse or Westlake and certainly not from Austin ISD, uh, which makes the playoffs in football more consistently than the Bowie Bulldogs. I know they had a couple of – uh, leaner in comparison years in the past couple of years, like in 16, et cetera. I mean, a couple of first round exits against Hendrickson and Cedar Ridge, right. uh, aforementioned. But uh, Bowie has been very good for very long, and I don't expect that to change this year. One thing that Snoop does that he is, and by the way, we got to give a shout out to Honest AC and Plumbing, uh, the big sponsor of this podcast. They're part of the sponsorship family, if you will. Uh, they're, they're based in the Huddle area, but for the northern suburbs in North Austin, you know, and their big slogan, if you really read into it, where a handshake still means something. It means they stand behind their work, and they're fans of Snoop Daniel as well, by the way. There's the, the Snoop Daniel handshake, fist bump, yes. whatever you like. But Well, I know uh, the new Huddle High School, which will also have uh, hippos as a mascot, will be needing air conditioning as well, so. Um, is that yeah. right? What what I, I heard I know is it the outgoing superintendent? Is that right? Or somebody said I forgot when the new school was voted on that we are all hippos in Huddo. Yes, sir. Yes, it's going to be a second Huddo High School in Huddo ISD. They have grown to the size of three A back in the day, soared past five A, and now people kind of forget their six A because they were in the Round Rock district that we talked about earlier, but they have been since moved up further north and playing the likes of Temple and Bryan yep. and Coppers Cove, along with Weiss. So, honestly, they're kind of, even though they're the, our Hutto Hippos, they're kind of pushed out there. They're in a whole other even region. So, theoretically, they could wind up playing an Austin area team in state, uh, being in District uh, 12-5, uh, 12-6A, which is Region 2. Right. All the rest of 6A, Austin is Region 4. So, that could technically happen. But uh, all that to say, Hutto has grown so much uh, right off the tollway, which makes it super – you know, like if you don't have to deal with 35 and 183, at least right now, the tollway makes life immensely easier and housing is cheaper out there. So get a lot of folks moving out there. The new high school is opening. 
Hutto Hippo is one of the few mascots or schools to have Hutto or the Hippos as a mascot. So uh, I think I heard it first from Coach Bradley LaPlante, who stepped down as a coach to become athletic director and said that they're going to roll with uh, the Hippos as a new school mascot. And he actually will oversee both old school Hutto and new school Hutto as the new athletic director. And I think that's one of the things that kind of, you know, we're talking about Hutto and the athletic director, but because of your sponsor and honest AC, which just what's going on out there is that he's felt compelled to lead the entire city of Hutto in both athletic departments. So like being high school football coach is really damn cool. And uh, coach Compton is, is having a blast doing it with his son as a uh, senior this year, Tristan Compton, who is a D one long snapper uh, prospect, but, uh, but, and, but, but, but look, coach LaPlante, he has two sons on varsity, one a senior, yeah. one a junior. So, for him to step down from, from that world, it, it took a bit of unselfishness for him uh, as well, you know, to not be able to coach his sons. Because that's something that you almost hear every head coach talk about. Like, I, I, I feel like Coach Carter, nobody talks about him retiring. But, man, if you look at his sons, those kids are getting big. They're going to be on that varsity field one day. And, you know, who's, who's to say once they're done that Coach Carter's like, got my seven or whatever. But, but you know, but but uh, all that around to say that uh, – uh, you know, uh, motivation for Hutto. Hutto's a great place, and a coastal plant mm-hmm. uh, is going to lead both Hutto Hippos programs uh, to success. No doubt. Bradley LaPlante, good man. And I, I can't wait to see. I met his sons before. I, I have not met Coach Carter. Cashton. Cashton. Uh, well, I, they're still young, though. I want to say they are still like seventh grade. So they need to go to Hudson Bend. I, I do not cover junior high. That's why it's called Bar. I'm, I'm only in varsity. So, but uh, but the uh, but the Laplante sons have been because it's so hard to make varsity on Hutto. Like, yeah. so even as a head coach's son, like <laughs> they ain't even getting over like you know somebody because they got some dogs there. But now they, they've earned their spot. But uh, Coach Laplante is, is going to help uh, everyone, and and, and Coach Compton's is a great, uh, great. Pitch. Oh He's yeah. so passionate, and those yeah. guys. Uh, him and LaPlante, you see their interactions on social, and you can't fake that kind of, like, chemistry. They're, like, they're good for each other, and I think it's going to be good for the city. So, honest air conditioning and plumbing INC, uh, you got a winner. You got a winner, and, you know, Huddles has some good coaches, Van Meter, and then, of course, LaPlante yeah. was on his staff, and I look at him now. But, you know, change is inevitable, and change is part of Snoop's life this year. Man, you have you have your own brand now. Uh Man, you have really, really earned the trust, shown Central Texas, Austin, what you're capable of on so many different platforms, radio, digital, you know, with Fox 7 here in Austin. Man, you, the, the natural-born storyteller, the uh, everything, but the, the digital content. Now, you're out on your own. And VAR, make sure you do the underscore, by the way. Yeah, uh, you know, I I didn't want that. I think Bar Austin, oh, God knows, you know, like, but the kids, have you seen what they had to resort to? They're using for their names, weird letters, numbers, like there's nothing out there left for them to make their name normal. So for me to simply put the underscore hashtag in between Bar and Austin is fine because I've seen kids like the real, like somebody was saying, the real John with four N Smith. With the I as a one, and that's the only goddamn thing they can get. That's so that's epic terrible like that. So uh, underscore, I'll take it. 
It's all it's all good. So what's different? Sorry I mean, if that was bad. No, it was not bad. That's just being yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. Uh what's different? I mean, what, what are you gonna add? Because uh, like ATX, your former brand with the now former horn, um you created something that I don't think anyone can duplicate, or someone could, but yes, what you did. It was only you and some students. Yes. Well, you can duplicate it, but yeah, rinse and repeat for a year, a season, sports over semesters, over two years, over three years, over a whole graduating class, over their little brothers through their graduating class and everything. That's the toughest part is the consistency. I think almost anybody can get it done for a season. Yeah. I think – you know, as hard as that is, I think that's easy. But okay, do it again. Do it again. Do, do it again. again. All right. Do it again. Do it again. And every again is a whole year. And uh, and every year, you could not make. You might not be doing it for no. your living, and which I didn't for the majority of my life. <laughs> uh, so, the commitment is an effort. Is number one. The passion is number two. They both have to be off the meter. And uh, it's a hard sport to do because you can't gamble in it. And if people aren't making money off of it in other ways, sad to say, the kids are going to suffer. Like, uh, it might take NIL being made legal for little kids and high school to really start making some cash for people to really start getting giving an F. And, like, I think that's coming. doing the simple things is even turning in their damn stats. I'm not calling it. Well, I am calling it. I'm not. I won't name schools, but I could. Oh. And their kids know. Y'all aren't turning in your your stats. You're letting your kids play varsity games. You're turning in your goddamn stats. They have been playing, training for years. You aren't turning in their accomplishment. The media can't talk about them because there's no record of what they've done. They might as well not even yeah. exist. I was having the same conversation uh, with several kids across the area and uh, the, the coaching staffs were, 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 were gone because the situation with this one particular school, I'm really thinking about uh, there were some kids who had some bad seasons. No record. Official stats. No record. Horrible. I mean, the kid had, I mean, you know, like, and coaches are just want to give you a reason to look at the next kid. Oh, there, there ain't no numbers on this on this guy. Now, like that will get you, you know. And then like all that work that you didn't, all that work that you made them do. Okay, well it it, it got you past uh, this year, but you know I don't know. You you could go down so many like different lanes, but that is definitely something. And honestly, like it no, it's in true. the main it's vein true. of sports, it's it's, it's not overly. Overly, overly important. There's a lots of big issues, you know, just like light, light turf on all the fields, et cetera. But, uh, but as far as uh, the effort for coaching staffs, for their kids, if you really, really care about them, you have to make that effort to tally what they do and report it. And it's in a timely manner, please. I mean, I get it. This is before the season. So, and I can make another plea. Kids who, no, never mind. 
Listen, <laughs> kids, kids can mess up because they're kids. So I won't go right. on them, but I'll get on coaches if um, if Max Preps and the UIL is asking you to submit numbers for your kids, and uh, and they, and they're and they're like, why aren't we getting covered? Why aren't people talking about us? Self-report. Yeah, you know who does a good job at that? Drew Sanders. A lot of people. A lot of people. There's yeah, a, a lot of. Uh, yes. And look at Great that. Great segue. Great segue. Vandy Perf. Vandy Perf. One of the small. It's one of the small things that makes Vandegrift great. They've been yeah, they've been doing it consistent since Euron Shears and Dakota Prucott days when they were going zero and ten. You would get all their damn say. You would get pancake numbers. But the Shears went zero and ten. Hey, and you Dakota. know where Drew Sanders came from? Travis. Travis High School. Travis High School, baby. So, you know. Joe Frank, you got uh, my, my boy. You got you got a lot to live up to. He wasn't the head coach. He was on my no Jacinto days, but yeah, I'm a big fan of Joe Frank. I think he does so yes, much. Yes, my boy. <laughs> for with he's awesome, dude. You he, know. Uh, you know, and he and he cares. He's at those games, like you know, like I know, like a lot of you, you see a lot of athletic coordinators at the games taking pictures and photos, but they don't have to do that. Like no. They don't have to, and then really, it makes the other athletic coordinators and stuff feel bad because they're like, "Man, this—he's an athletic coordinator and he's acting like it." <laughs> he's, <laughs> you know, not so just an entitled. He's—he's one of good. We got—I think he—he he and his program would be a good story here on this podcast. I really do. Joe, but but let's please talk about Vandergriff because I because yeah. I did post on the story that they're the closest thing to being uh, to reaching the prestige of a. Westlake and Lake Travis and then any school in this area. And I would almost venture to say that they, man, uh, I don't know. I, I want to say, I was about to say they are about to pass Lake Travis, but man, those six stars in that Lake Travis helmet says that Lake Travis has done six things that Vandergriff ain't done one time and Vandergriff just finally made it to one. So they, let's pump the brakes. Yeah. They uh, played for a state championship. I do think, this year, last year, so recency bias, you know, you yeah. go to state last year, people, you know, they're talking about. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say this: this may be unpopular. <laughs> uh, You're the king of unpopular takes. Yeah, <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> That's true. He's not wrong. Please. Uh, I think they're the best. At least you preference it. You're so nice. Yeah, I, I think Vandy will be the best football program in Austin this season. Austin area. Possible. You know, and they've never been known as a big – well, I, like, and I watch them pretty close. Like, they have homebred kids who work from the time they are in Pee Wee Viper to get that one-year on varsity. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, kids who only play one year, and they're like all state that one year because the kids in front of them are so awesome. You never hear about transfers at Vandegrift. And – just well, so happens they have the, probably two of the biggest names in high school sports from a school who has never done it and is starting to get mentioned on the level of Westlake Lake Travis. And now they're doing that Westlake Lake Travis thing mm-hmm. where Caleb Burton is coming over from Dell Valley to Lake Travis or it's Nikia Watson leaving Maynard to come to Westlake. Now it's Canyon's Deuce Adams coming to play quarterback. When they had Drew Mastermaker, who I – think still will play some, but he's really good. And Jacob Henry from Lake Travis, like you can't get a bigger Mark, personality. Mark Henry's son. Son, right, right. For those like just speaking so like 
and that, that is a fault to mine. I do talk about these kids so candidly. I don't even reference who they are. Yeah. Jake, See, uh, but yeah. But both of my So on two sides of the ball. And actually, it might be one side of the ball because I'm, I'm hearing and what I've seen that Jacob could play majorly on offense, which would be a switch because he was mainly in the offensive line. Lake Travis had all the linemen. They had they had so many linemen. You know, that like low-key Lake Travis, dude, they're a line factory, dude. They had guys who could have played starting and couldn't even get on the field because they had like beast and, and so I don't even, I, but I don't I don't think that was necessarily his preferred position. But with Jacob going to a new school, I think he, you know, he's always been open, but going to a new environment, he's even more so. And I think they can more immediately use his aggressiveness on that line, protecting Deuce Adams. Maybe even garnering Jacob a new skill, and who knows, he could wind up developing into a D one offensive lineman. When I think everybody's predicting him to be a defense because you know the aggressiveness of a wrestler. I think you just automatically yeah. think aggression sack, but he could be maybe what isn't it? This is way deep, but his nourishing and empathetic nature of human nature that he is. Because if you know him, how like like caring of a human he is, like maybe his role, greater role, is as a protector. No, it, great family, um, great work ethic. And if they go to state, I mean, like, uh, you know, I, I would say it looks like the universe is trying to send them back because you go, um, this happens, Grayland Spring passes away uh, a week after, uh, a couple of weeks after. Yes, uh, the, 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 the Grayland Spring game now named after his honor. His, his awesome mom, Krista. Uh, but, uh, I, I, and, but, you know, like, and, and that's sad, but that does have an effect. And uh, I, trust me, it's, there's going to be a lot of Grayland Spring themed things in 2012. I don't know that for a fact, but I can only imagine. So you take those emotional, uh, you know, and going to state, you bring back a lot of talent. Vandy Perth is something that I coined because – I saw it early. I'm like, dog, they're coming. Like, I don't know if y'all see these dog. They they're doing it in a perfect way. Yeah. Andy Perf. I don't know if y'all yeah. know this or not. Yeah. And they just bup, 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 and it's culminated. It's and not overnight. Crazy. This is kid Jack Walkie. He is on the Nebraska Cornhuskers roster as a quarterback now. Where Dr. Susan Elza is, former UIL director. With Bob Wager, he had, to, Matt he had to leave Vandegrift as a sophomore because he could not crack the rotation. Get any had he had to go to IMG Florida to play. Fast forward today, he's on the roster at Nebraska. That is how oh, good really? Vandegrift has been for this long. They just like the humps they haven't been able to get over. Last year might have been the first. You know, and uh, they had a sh- they were hanging in there. Uh, DeSoto pulled away late. Vandergriff had a chance in the third quarter, uh, but uh, Vandergriff is next. And uh, I don't, uh, this is how good I feel they are. I feel that as good as 25 6A is, I feel that we could have three different playoff teams this year, and the only repeat returner is Vandergriff. I, I could easily see that. And then who's going to be Vandergriff? The only team I think that, that that can fuck with Vandy, look that up if you need to, is 
like a dripping spring. Somebody who has that same psycho perfection attitude that Galen Zimmerman has. Galen, Galen Zimmerman. Zimmerman and Drew Sanders are psychos in the same way that those they are dude, football bro. They're serious like like how I am with covering, that's how they are with coaching, and that's why it's only apropos that they play twice that like Vandergrift has opened the season against Cedar Park for as long as I can freaking remember. Why Dripping Springs all of a sudden? It's because they respect them. So Vandergrift, Lake Travis, I think, will make a leap this year. Uh, Westlake will be Westlake. Dripping Springs, sustainable success. Before we get to your players to watch, who are your quick teams to watch? Anybody that didn't make the playoffs last year. I mean, that's how slim of a margin that is, and that includes the Westwood Warriors, who Dave Campbell's yeah. picked to finish dead last. <laughs> uh, that includes the McNeil Mavericks, who have been for – I've been covering since 2010. I've never known McNeil to ever, ever make the playoffs. And I want to say this is the best McNeil team I've seen in 10-plus years. So take that for what you will. Mr. Ridge – they have more super sophomores two years ago on my list than any other Austin area team. They should theoretically be outstanding. So, yeah, any team that didn't make the playoffs, uh, if you made the playoffs, the target's on your back. I like that. And then real quick, your play, your three players to watch this year. No well, basketball. if you watch VAR, you see that my lists are anything but concise. Just of linemen, I did a top 100. Just of offensive linemen, just the DBs, I did a top 90. So for you to ask me to do three players is cruel and unusual. <laughs> Man, I wanted I want to say somebody not Jack Kaiser, not Will Hammond, and not Leonard Moore, who are going to be the pop standard du jour top players to watch because they are the cream of the crop. I would say. Tillman Santana, he's a sophomore. He's not going to start this year. It's going to be Jax, Matt, and Brown. And he might okay. not even start next year. But I think he could be the best wise quarterback ever. Uh, and he's just come up his freshman year. He's very humble. Um, but I've seen him. I know what's coming. Um, Kenneth Calvis, another – I guess I'll go three quarterbacks. Another guy who's coming off. His freshman year, he actually played a little bit as a freshman on varsity. Uh, Stony Point doesn't have Cam Cook, who's at TCU. Braylon James is at Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, I think Kenneth Calvis is a hallway leader and a locker room leader, and he's going to grow as his team grows. Um, for the future of Stony Point, I think you watch how he develops. And last but not least, Carson McMullen. He's a quarterback for Buta Johnson. This will be his first full, full, full year of playing. He has always had great upside, but Jesse Medina has yeah. been a quarterback for them who has kind of been with them from the early days. And I don't think he was ever going to play over Medina because of what he meant to the team. It took an injury to Jesse for Carson to eventually play. But then eventually Carson got hurt. But this summer he took the team to the State 707 Final Four. And they should have been AM consolidated. The home team, they got screwed over by the referees. I think Colin Carson McMullen is a special quarterback talent that nobody really knows about, in part because he's been hurt, and in part because Buta Johnson, like, they know the school, but they don't have a lot of star power, I think. And uh, so, yeah, Kenneth Calvis, Stony Point, 
the Tillman Santana for Weiss is a big reach, but it'll be one that you might not even hear until two years from now. And then a Carson McMullen on the more immediate for Buda Johnson. It's a good list. It's a not obvious list, but uh, but uh, I think uh, three guys you're going to hear from. So watch for them. Just we can't wait. We can't. Snoop is a uh, wealth of we knowledge. We didn't see Jack Kaiser. We can't be watching him. We didn't see Little Boy. We, we know who Jack Kaiser is at Westlake. You know, so good, awesome. Good program. Tony Salazar, good man. Todd, I'll give you a while. I'll give you a, a. Can I give you three defenders? Bradley yeah. Fire. Yeah. Keandre Lewis out of Lake Travis. Woo. Safety transfer from Dell Valley. Elliot Shopper. He'll be a junior safety for Westlake, number 31. I think he'll lead the team in tackles. And I don't even think anybody really knows his name. And one more from Westlake, Brody Wilhelm. I think he is a Division One bound receiver. And uh, I think he'll be not as good as Ed Small, because I think Ed Small <laughs> could be generational. But I think he's going to be up there. Ed Small, legit. Yeah. Two-star. We ain't watching Ed Small. He – we ain't watching for Esmal. Esmal been a star since he was in junior high. So that guy was a star. <laughs> you know, his dad was a lineman at Vanderbilt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, oh, Clint. Oh, Clint. Yeah, Clint's good people. You know. What did his What did his granddad do? He did something at UT. His dad, yeah, his granddad, the uh, the the OG Ed Small. Um, I forgot what was he a tight end? He Maybe? was on the national championship team because he shows mm-hmm. me his ring. And, yeah. Uh, He's still, he's still kicking and doing well. He is, because uh, he would come to Annie's lacrosse games when he played at St. Michael's. I want to shout out to St. Michael's, who uh, helped me while I was just starting my new brand. St. Michael's, Georgetown, and who all, all the schools who support me, because there are a lot, but I felt like Georgetown and St. Michael's have gone over board to make sure that I got on my feet and Everybody else that helped me steadied it, and uh, now I'm ready for my biggest year ever. I can't wait, man. And go ahead and follow Snoop and his new brand, his own brand, at VAR underscore Austin. This is what it looks like right here, at VAR underscore Austin. I'm going to give you my pick. The best game's the first game, Taco Shack Bowl. Anderson, McCallum. Don't know who's going to win it, but I'm going to go ahead and wait. But today's the first day of training for that first it is it is and you got to follow my guy here hey real quick where's your go-to spot nowadays for nightlife the latrine after i'm drinking eight glasses of water a day (laughs) (laughs) much love for snoop and the og man cave boys that being hardball harsh big mike and Coach Mo, shout out Orange. We are out. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. I'm in my car in the giddy up.